The voice of Husker Nation is on the air. This is Hale Varsity Radio. Insight, opinion, expertise, along with the biggest names talking Nebraska sports. Join in with the show at 402-489-1240 or 1-800-825-5865. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbel. Welcome to it. Thursdays here at Tail Bar City. We're powered by Cornhead Lager, Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal. Hope you're doing all right. Hope you didn't go wandering in traffic last night after Nebraska Northwestern. We'll talk through it. I don't have any uh, feel good for you, but hey, it's okay to vent, and we're here for it. 489 1240 or 800 825 5865 can dial up and join the show. Can also be part of the StreamYard crew, the Hale Varsity YouTube channel. We stream the show live every afternoon. And uh, you're welcome to jump in with some of your comments. We get the starting five. We shout out uh, Roll Call, the uh, starting five, the first five in the stream. And a few uh, stragglers. We appreciate you checking in. Follow us, watch us, find us on Twitter, the Hale Varsity Radio, Radio account at H Varsity Radio. Plenty of Husker hoops and Super Bowl thoughts. We'll get to all of it. Brandon Vogel going to be with us from Counter Reed. We'll kind of clean up the recruiting class. Some uh, some final thoughts and uh, Rule and Company. We'll talk uh, some ball with Rule with uh, with Vogel, uh, Brandon Vogel coming up here in 15 minutes. In hour two, he won a Super Bowl with Elijah's Denver Broncos. Oh, those are his Denver Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you weren't born yet, but Tony Veland, a great Husker, great member of the uh, the Omaha Metro community, part of the Warren Academy. And uh, really an impactful guy in the Super Bowl where John Elway got that first ring after many trips. So Tony Veland kicks off hour two. We'll spend time with Gary Barnett, get his thoughts. We'll try and coax out of Barnett any uh, similarities to Animal House and his time at Missouri in a fraternity. All of this is in reference, of course, to Dartmouth. Uh, suing and uh, getting the okay to have their 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 players as employees. Well, you were saying and, the and other day, Animal House I, based on Dartmouth. Yes, really? yes, yes. You wouldn't think of it being Ivy League. Oh, I think there's some sick, sick puppies in the Ivy League. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I was not smart enough to get in there. I'm not judging. I'm just saying the uh, <laughs> the smart kids might be uh, might be just wired a little differently. They might have something pent up deep down. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> From prep school, probably. Too smart for their own good. Yep. So, Barty will join us at, at 525. Danny Burke, our, our gambling insider, Burke's Best Bets. Plenty of Super Bowl props to get to. Let's get to, to it. The starting five. Roll call. Black Hills Brennan checks in. Elijah also in. Not our Elijah, a different Elijah. A better Elijah. Uh, Jeff in at number three. Brennan wants to reiterate, we suck again. Uh, he's not happy with basketball. Matthew checks in at four. And uh, the other Brian in at five. The artist formerly known as KG Kid for Life. Kids for Life in at six. Rogers seven. Nebraska Grandpa eight. Andrew in at nine, her dizzle 
it sneaks in along with Brandon. So, fellas, thanks for checking in. Tell your buddies. Let's keep growing this uh, this ch- this stream chat on the YouTube channel. Okay, let's get down to brass tacks. The line was minus six and a half. Northwestern was favored. It was a gift. It looked close for the first three minutes. It looked close for the last five minutes. Nebraska pressed. Northwestern forgot to pass the basketball. And Nebraska climbed back in it, eventually losing 80 to 68. Here's my take. Nebraska emptied their tank, emptied their reserves, and they had nothing left. They were, and you heard Fred say it, you'll hear Fred say it in a moment, they were a step or two slow. They have been gassed. They have played four games in um, the last 12 days. I'm not asking for a tear for them. I'm telling you it's reality. Uh, Another question I have is why did they have to come back from Champaign, fly back, do class Monday, fly out Tuesday, and play last night? I always blame the professors. Well, you can do everything and anything online. That's been proven. Well, we'll ask Professor Dolman tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> Was this your fault? He's the, no, he's the last guy making anybody come to class. That's Connor Clark. Yeah. It's been oh, a week in yeah. Illinois. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? So you just proved my point. So travel can be taxing. I know it's... Not super far, hop in a plane to Chicago, out of Omaha or Lincoln, totally get it, but it's still the wear and tear. This team's had a lot of wear and tear. They've had some emotional victories. They have a confidence problem uh, on the road, and they just don't ever get into a flow. And I don't think it's a, a snowball effect moment. This basketball team, Elijah, to me just is – they, they really got to have something trigger them to, to, to give maximum effort. And, and you look at a moment of a Jawan Gary diving on the floor to get the crowd at PBA on fire. Okay, a, a spark like that, they feed off the energy. Home is home, and they're almost bulletproof at home. They're great. Going on the road, they had a certain eye and confidence, and they were playing very well against Illinois. They emptied it. They emptied the clip uh, on, on Sunday night. They turned around, and it's not that they weren't ready, but things started going sideways, and it, it's rebounding and turnovers. It's, mm-hmm. it's some stupid passes. It's inopportune moments when a turnover happens. When you're trying to chop some wood or you get a couple, three stops, you can't take advantage because you're turning the ball over or someone's taking a stupid shot, or you can't finish at the rim. And then lastly, it's rebounding. I'm not picking on, on Josiah Alec out of, out of anger or meanness. He got put in the lineup to, to start as an answer, a bigger lineup to help with the rebounding woes. Okay, And there's four other guys that can help him. Rink didn't have a good game either. Gary had about the best game. And, and Alec played 16 minutes, had zero rebounds, and the kid wants it so bad, he's dribbling and he's turning it over and he's falling down and he's out of position or he's he's hustling. So it's not anything you can scream at him about. I mean, he's trying his best, but he, he just, he, between him last night and, and Kise just gets bludgeoned. He is just trying to check Boo Booey 
It, it was a nightmare. Well, Bowie it went wasn't off. just Bowie. It was whoever Kisei was guarding. I know. I mean, it was a drive. And, attacked. It was a drive and kick, or it was just a drive on Kisei, and, and he's a he's a butcher defensively. He he is outmanned. His his only answer is to go off like he did against Illinois. And, and it's something we talked about last week. If the three point shot isn't following, falling, sometimes you'll trade three for two whenever Kisei is going. He knocks down the three. You'll trade the two on the other end because three is worth more than two. When the three pointer isn't falling, he's an absolute liability to that team. He is, and, he, and, he, and even when he tries to box out, if he's not getting a call, he's turning and his palms are up and he's looking for looking for an answer. I, I have a couple. I thought the officiating was pretty decent last night. It was. Actually. It was, and I have a couple concerns. The first you talked about to lead off the tired legs. That happens throughout the course of a season. Mm-hmm. But what concerns me is I think two different times we saw in the broadcast, the graphic, most minutes played in the Big Ten over the past 14 days. Three of those guys out of the four were starters for the Northwestern team, not Nebraska. Northwestern had just as much of a right to Nebraska to have tired legs, aside from the fact that they're playing in front of home fans, which it can give you a boost. In yeah, terms it of does. Energy. Absolutely. It can. But Northwestern, it's not like they were coming off of seven days rest either. They've been playing a lot of minutes over the past couple of weeks as well. So that was a concern to me. I mean, it was really evidenced by just how Nebraska was a step late, seemingly all game closing out to shooters. Uh, getting down and boxing somebody out. They were just a step late, a step slow. Uh, you could see the tired legs and, and the basketball fundamentals. That's that's point one that's concerning. You mentioned point two, which is Josiah Alec and the rebounding. Something is broken whenever Rink Mast and Josiah Alec are on the floor at the same time. We saw it uh, to start off the season just a little bit. It didn't uh, have the same effect because you're playing lower quality teams, non-conference teams. Uh, that has been an issue that whenever those guys are on the court at the same time, I'm not sure if it's spacing. I'm not sure if it's it's synergy, if to throw that word out there. I'm not sure what the issue is, but those two playing next to each other on the court at the same time does not work. And uh, the last thing I'll say is it really felt like shot selection waned last night. <laughs> There's a couple, a couple culprits, but there were times even more on the road this season than at home, and especially last night, where I just looked at a shot and went, why the hell? There's 25 seconds left on the shot clock. Why are you putting that one up right now whenever Northwestern's on a run? And the game was really decided by that one run in the first half from Northwestern. I think it was five possessions where Northwestern ended up with 14 points on five possessions, Mm -hmm. four three-pointers, one two-pointer. Like They just went off. They went nuclear. Nebraska was down 15 at that point, and they were pretty much able to hold that deficit for the entire game. Couldn't cut into it beyond about 10 it got to, I think, almost 20 at one point. 21. But, but it was it was right there in that 10 to 20 point range. It was really decided by that one run. Nebraska didn't have the life, didn't have the legs to ever really mount a true comeback threat. It's uh, it's one that I really should have seen coming. Uh, it's the same concerns we've kind of been talking about all season long. Um, again, another ugly road performance from Nebraska. You fall from being in that top four spot all the way down to seven now. You've got a two-way tie for six in the Big Ten with Indiana and Michigan State. Uh, You have Minnesota that has surged. They've won three straight, and it's going to be pretty fascinating down the stretch. And and Fred nailed it. They're going to have to win a couple on the road because he knows they're they're up against it. And it's not just that you lost at Northwestern. Last night does not eliminate you. You got the Wisconsin win. You played well at Illinois. But what you don't know is is what you're going to get moving forward. This team, how do they regroup and respond? You think they'll be okay against Michigan. Michigan decided to, to take that standing eight count and actually whacked Minnesota or, or Wisconsin last night. 
uh, you don't feel good on the road. And at, at this point in the year, you want to talk about bad, bad losses at the wrong time of year? You could. This team can go lose to Ohio State. This team can go lose at Michigan on the road, the two worst teams in the league. This team can probably lose at home, even though you don't think it could happen, to, to Rutgers and Penn State. And then that Minnesota game in the end of February – is going to be a you know an elimination game. I mean, I mean Minnesota can can keep thriving. Sparty may get hot. Nebraska may rebound and and win four games. They need four more. They need to get to twenty. They need to get to twenty Absolutely. before the Big Ten tournament. It's doable. And are they going to be able to to regroup? The, the 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 best news for this Nebraska team though is they're going to have their bye week. They get a week off between Michigan and Penn State. God love them. They, they earned it. They deserve it. And the Fred's been saying a lot in post games and in, in media sessions about the two day preps. It's it's been grueling for them, but they still don't don't. And, and any coach will tell you it's about effort with rebounding, and you just got to overcome. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't. They just don't choose to be locked in. There, there's guys that have played too much basketball in their career to have as many lapses as they do. And Alex played a lot of basketball. Rink's played a lot of basketball. Bryce has played a lot of basketball. The best news of last night beside Gary and his passion and his effort was Jamarcus Lawrence. Lawrence shot well, played well, responded well, and hopefully moving forward, he can have a strong finish to the, uh, to the end of the regular season. Well, it's about regrouping, as you said. you got to go take care of business against Michigan. It's something I've been saying on this show for one month, maybe two now. This team is good enough to get anybody, but they're not good enough that you can feel good against everybody in the Big Ten. No, your confidence level as a Nebraska fan is still, it's that roller coaster that you can't be riding as a player. And let's talk Wiltshire. I mean, we're talking two games now. Wiltshire's had uh, not Superman performances, and that's, that's okay. But he uh, he needs to be a little bit better, and you know some th- this team lets lets the the, neg- the negative affect them on the road, right? They're they're unable to to block it out and respond somehow, some way, just either from a a decision making standpoint. A, a and it's not that they didn't play hard, but the little things, i.e., a rebound or a communication or knowing where to be or whose job it is to stay in the paint, that, that's just, there's too much going on. Real quick from Fred uh, with Gary back and Fred's opening comments last night after the loss. Yeah, I mean, Juwan, he, he's as important as anybody in our roster. And, you know, first of all, credit to Northwestern. I thought they were great tonight. They they came out the aggressors. I thought we were a step slow early in that game. And, you know, we talk about two things with our team. We talk about taking care of the ball, and we had 17 turnovers in rebounding. Had They had 13 offensive rebounds, and I think they outscored us 26-8 to eight, uh, off turnovers. And that's, that's too many. You know, we talk a lot about when you look at our success this year, we've taken care of both of those areas. We've taken care of it, and we've rebounded. When we've taken care of one, we've had a chance. And when we've lost both, we've gotten our butts kicked, and that's what happened tonight. Um, but, yeah, Juwan, it's it's good to have him back on the floor. And you see the versatility that uh, that he brings to our team. You know, we tried to start a little bit different lineup tonight. We went big. Uh, but, again, I thought I thought we were a step slow uh, early when they, when they built that lead, and, and we dug ourselves that big hole. 
you know, I I would like to see Jop get some time, and I know he's super raw and super young, but dude's athletic. He can jump. Crazy wingspan. Yeah, he can defend the rim. He can jump and go get go get a rebound for you. I think it's time to to see what he's got. And I know we've <laughs> we've done Fred the favor of of tweaking his lineup the last seven days. Um, you got to look at it. And if, and if and, and listen, Alec can bounce back Saturday against Michigan, but it's not just an Alec problem. I mean, that whole thing. There's guys looking at one another. Why? Why is there another offensive rebound? Fred needs to to lose it.